0: Hello, and welcome to Gin and Spirits. (laughs) Spirits. (laughs) Spirits. Um, We are your alcohol-infused ghost story podcast. We tell you our tales of terror and your tales of terror and the ones from online. Yeah, yeah. and we drink. We drink. Typically. Typically. Today's a little bit different. Um, (laughs) Melissa's being a really excellent friend and driving me to the airport. um, (laughs) I am headed across the country. um, So we're taking a little light today, but we wanted to get an episode in so that you guys wouldn't miss out, especially because this episode is coming out on Christmas. Yeah. This is our
1: gift to you.
0: Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we are still drinking. Kind of. of. So I'm drinking kombucha. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it has 0.5% uh, alcohol. <laughs> I'm gonna drink ginger flavored, you know.
1: <laughs> now I'm drinking a single Mike Star Lemonade at 5% alcohol. And uh, I did it pregame the Simulator research. Right, so yeah, we're coming at you a little more sober today. Mm-hmm. So. I would have, I was trying to choose a non alcoholic thing, and uh, I only had alcoholic beverages <laughs> in my fridge. It was that or water. Yep. Is it? So.
0: So shit oh well. Um, Okay, so
1: do you want to get started with Creepiest Thing of the Week? Yeah. All right. for my creepiest thing of the week, um, yesterday, or last night, I was watching um, these videos, they're like compilations on YouTube, they're like 20 creepiest videos to ever be on YouTube, Uh right? And um, so I was watching that, and, uh, mostly sleeping during it because they're really long and I was tired, but periodically I would wake up and watch some more. <laughs> and, uh, one of them was about, um, I woke up to them showing that video. If you remember from, Oh, this is like many episodes ago, there was that hotel, I think it was Cecil, maybe. Okay. And the woman died in the water tank. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, for those of you that haven't heard this episode, and you should, you should hear all of our episodes, but if you haven't, <laughs> um, there was this hotel that was haunted, and um, this woman in, like, her early 20s was, like, found dead in it's the awful. water tank, yeah, and the top was, like, sealed, and it was really, like, like, how did it happen, and Kate was, like, uh, an employee, and I was, like, <laughs> true, but, um... I didn't really like want to particularly see the video, you know, yeah. of her in the elevator. So they there's a video, but I woke up to it, so I've seen it now. Oh, but God. Um, there's like a video of her in the elevator um, going up to the floor where the water tank is. And she like seems to be like talking to herself because there's no one in the hallway that you can Weird. see from the camera in oh, the elevator.
0: okay, yeah. So she'll
1: like get out of the elevator and go into the hallway and then like run back into the elevator. But the door never closes, Right. And she's, like, at one point, like, kind of standing in the corner of the elevator by where the buttons are. Like, she's hiding from the doorway of the elevator. It's, like, pretty crazy. And people think she's hallucinating. But the part that I didn't see, and this is the part that's creepy, and I'm getting chills thinking about it, okay? Uh Uh-huh. The part that I didn't see or read about at the time of going over this story and it's because I didn't watch the video. Right. Um, And the narrator addressed it in the video we were watching. Um, The... Door. It's not just that she was up there talking to herself for a while. Like, I hadn't thought about the elevator door never closed. Right. Elevator doors don't stay open unless you press the button. Right. Right? Right? So during one of the moments when she ran back in the elevator, you could see her, like, pressing all the buttons on it and nothing was happening. The last time she got out of the elevator, she didn't go back in it. And then later, she was found in the water tank, right? The last time that she stepped out of the elevator, the door finally closed.
0: That's so weird. Yeah. So could someone have been holding it open? I don't know. That's so strange. Yeah. And it's like, is it ghostly then? Like, right. is there something involved? What's the deal? That... That's creepy. I don't like that.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was really weird. Oh. Yeah, so that's my creepiest thing. Yeah, of the week. that's really I creepy. saw the video. I didn't want to. I'm afraid that I'm going to be haunted. Right. And, uh, and the video had that extra creepy detail mm-hmm. of the elevator not working until that's she finally crazy. left for the last time. Huh. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was like, like, okay. Sh- I'm like shaking. I don't like that. Yeah. Cheers with your kombucha. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, <laughs> that sounded nice. I thought that was plastic. Oh, that's glass.
0: No. Oh. <laughs> it's got live
1: cultures in it. That's yes. my
0: creepiest thing of the week. No, just <laughs> um, all right, my creepiest thing of the week is the moment that we've all been waiting for for a solid month. Oh, <gasps> nice. Ready? I'm ready. Okay.
1: <laughs> I thought <laughs> I thought you were going to tell your childhood story, and you just opened that window on your computer, and I was like, oh, she wrote it out.
0: Welcome to my favorite excerpt from Charles Dickens. <laughs> 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 from A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. And how long is the excerpt? Not long. Okay. You right. can time me. Give me, give me three minutes.
1: Oh, that's a lot of minutes, all right? Two,
0: three minutes. <laughs> Scrooge took his melancholy dinner in his usual melancholy tavern, and having read all the newspapers, he beguiled—I'm sorry—and beguiled the rest of the evening with his banker's book. Went home to bed. He lived in chambers which had once belonged to his deceased partner. They were a gloomy suite of rooms in a lowering pile of building up a yard where it had so little business to be that one could scarcely help fancying it must have run there when it was a young house, playing at the hide-and-seek with other houses and forgotten the way out again. It was old enough now and dreary enough, for nobody lived in it but Scrooge, the other rooms being all let out as offices. The yard was so dark that even Scrooge, who knew its every stone, was fain to grope with his hands. The fog and frost so hung about the old the black old gateway of the house, that it seemed as if the genius of the weather sat in the mournful meditation on the threshold. Now... It is a fact (laughs) that there was nothing at all particular about the knocker on the door, except that it was very large. It is also a fact that Scrooge had seen it night and morning during his whole residence in that place. Also that Scrooge had as little of what is called fancy about him as any man in the city of London, even including, which is a bold word, the corporation, alderman, and livery. Yet it is also (laughs) be-born... Sorry, I read it wrong. Let it also be borne in mind that Scrooge had not bestowed one thought on Marley since his last mention of his seven years dead partner that afternoon. And then let any man explain to me, if he can, how it happened that Scrooge, having his key in the lock of the door, saw in the knocker without its undergoing any immediate process of change, not a knocker, but Marley's face. Oh. Marley's so far, face. So you said
1: knocker. I'm just letting you know. Good,
0: yeah, good. Marley's <laughs> face.
1: Knocked her twice.
0: I've been keeping calm. I'm one more minute. Let me do this. <laughs> <laughs> it was not in impenetrable shadow as the other objects in the yard were, but had a dismal light about it, like a bad lobster in a dark I'm cellar. <laughs> not angry or ferocious, but looked at Scrooge as Marley used to look, with ghostly spectacles turned up on its ghostly forehead. The hair was curiously stirred, as if by breath or hot air, and though the eyes were wide open, they were perfectly motionless. That, and its livid color, made it horrible, but its horror seemed to be in spite of the face and beyond its control, rather than a part of its own expression. As Scrooge looked fixedly at the phenomenon, it was a knocker.
1: That's the third time you said "knocker." Yeah,
0: I'm
1: done. It was my <laughs> <laughs> The description of her face was very like interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, before uh, that description, I was just counting how many times you said "knocker." Thank you. Yeah, but then that description was really good. Yeah. <laughs> Scrooge is about to be visited by his old friend
0: Marley, and uh, that's the ghost of Christmas past.
1: Oh. Nice. So yeah, all
0: right. That was well, all I needed to do. I liked it. Needed. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Have <laughs> you committed to the fit? Thank you. I needed to. I've been waiting. <laughs> All right. Um, we don't have any tales in the Great Beyond. No, we were in a rush today, so we didn't yeah. even ask for any. We did get a question this week. Oh, did we? It was from... Uh, question from the crypt? A question from the crypt. <laughs> it was a silly question. Um, it was from Killian the Ghost. Oh, yes. Yeah, so he I said, think. can I haunt you? And I said... As you suggested to say, <laughs> if by haunt you mean listen, rate, and subscribe, <laughs> then of course. Um, so you guys should also listen, rate, and subscribe. Yeah, haunt our
1: viewership. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Nice. All right. All right. Um, cool. So I'm just going to jump in, I guess. Great. Um, so Kate will be flying out to San Diego. <laughs> so I looked up ghosts from San Diego. Aww. Yes. Um, And I stumbled upon what is California's State Historic Landmark number 65. Okay. It's called the Whaley House. Okay. Have you heard of this? No. No. All right. Um, It was the first brick building to be built in California. And it is of Greek revival architecture, which means nothing to me, but maybe it'll help you picture it. All right. All of our architect (laughs) (laughs) listeners. So, the Whaley House was the Whaley's family home, but it was also um, the location of all the things I'm about to list, and I don't understand how they fit in there, because Google Images does not make it look that big. So, I don't know if I'm looking at the wrong house, or if it's a town. (laughs) I don't really understand. Maybe these are just very small stores. Like, I don't know. Okay. Here we go. I'll show you a Google image before I list this, actually, because here we go. Here we go. You guys, pause this and look it up real quick. We know you're on your phone. Pause it real quick. Unless you've <laughs> you it. <laughs> this is what we're looking at. Okay. 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 It's about, for those of you that are not looking right now, it looks like a general store, kind of. It's like... Yeah. With, like, a about, house attached. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A one-floor house is what yeah. it looks like. Yeah. Yep. So it's like, uh... One, two, three, four. There's two doors and four windows across the first floor, and then the second floor is only above half of the house, and it has three windows, so it's not huge. That's my point. Not huge. (laughs) Here's what's in it. It's where they lived, Okay. and it's also where the Granary County Courthouse, San Diego's first movie theater, Thomas Whaley's General Store, and other businesses, a ballroom, a billiard hall, a school, and a polling place were located. I
0: don't understand. Me either. All that tiny place? apparently all at once
1: I was under the impression weird but okay yeah sure <laughs> right yep why not <laughs> why not according to America's Most Haunted it's the number one most haunted house in all of America what yeah I'm gonna have to get my mom to bring you it. there go it's what? a museum now so you totally can <gasps> yeah it's exciting it is um, I had a really hard time following who the fuck was in this family. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Because, so, I, oh, my two sources. I only use two sources. They're both very long. Whaleyhouse.org um, slash hauntedfolklore.htm and ghostsandgravestones.com slash San Diego slash Whaleyhouse. Okay. So, according to the first link that I read, it only mentioned Anna Thomas Violet. They mentioned... Violet in passing, by the way. It was like Anna Thomas, Violet existed once, Lillian, right? And then in the second source, they mentioned Thomas as well. They mentioned Francis. But I think it, it alluded to there being five children uh, alive at any given time, and one had died early, so I, that means I'm missing two children, I think. Okay. You know? Yeah. So I don't know who the hell they were. So that's okay. Okay. So we've got Anna the mom, Thomas the father. <laughs> um, they have three children. Um, one of them, Thomas Whaley, died very early on in that house. Okay. Um, he died when he was 18 months old of scarlet fever. Um, and that was, like, one of the first deaths to happen, like, in the house. So that was, like, Mm -hmm. crucial. Um, I don't really know the timeline on these. Let me see. I'll hold off on... All right, so it doesn't say when he died. Um, Francis Whaley existed. I have nothing to say about him. He's a boy. Um, (laughs) that's all I got on, on... background of the family okay. so okay after um at some point after the boy died they moved they were like no right so they move um oh and they moved because he died and then um a fire happened in the home and it ruined the general store that thomas ran okay out of his house so they were like yeah this is enough there's are there too many omens. yeah so they moved to san francisco for a while and then in 1868 Um, the family, quote, now with five children, who are they, (laughs) moved back. So 1868, they're back. Um, going through the years real quick though. Um, what I skipped over was in 1852. So this is before the house was built. Okay. So this is like background to why this place is so haunted. Before the house is even built, people are being hung on this property, um, for like court purposes and stuff. Oh. Yeah, this was like an execution property. Right. right? So, the ghost that's most famous there is named, called um, Yankee Yankee Jim. Okay. And so, his name is Jam- James Robinson. He went by Santiago, it says. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. That's okay. Maybe it's his middle name. James Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was convicted of grand larceny, and he was hanged in the gallows off of a wagon. Um, like... That, I guess, moved. And so he, like, tried very hard to, like, stay on the wagon for as long as he could. So there was, like, a lot of, like, stompy noises happening. Um, So the local newspaper actually said, quote, he kept his feet in the wagon as long as possible but was finally pulled off. I said that really fast. Did I mumble through that? No. Oh, I felt like I did. All right. He kept his feet in the wagon as long as possible but was finally pulled off. He swung back and forth like a pendulum until he strangled to death. Yeah. So sometimes when people are hung it just like snaps their neck. Yeah, real quick. but other times it's yeah. yeah. This one was he suffocated. So Ugh. Thomas Whaley, he witnesses the hanging. He knows this place has been used yeah. for um essentially the gallows and he buys the property anyway. Stupid move. Yep. And then that's where he built the house, that's where his son died, then they moved out. Right. Um after they moved back in uh <laughs> they heard like a lot of heavy footsteps. And it sounded like they were being made by the boots of, like, a large man. And Lillian, who may have been the youngest daughter. Lillian, a daughter. Who knows? Okay. I don't know who the other children are. <laughs> so, younger than Violet, Lillian. Okay. Um, Lillian uh, was under the impression that it was Yankee Jim for some reason. Okay. I don't know if she saw him or whatever. Right, she was, right. Like, His boots sounds like this is who this guy is. Um, okay. So some time goes by, they moved back in eighteen sixty something. So now it's eighteen eighty five, it's been like twenty years. And Violet, who might be their oldest daughter, um uh, just <laughs> is older than Lillian. Older than Lillian, younger than the parents. <laughs> um, she... <laughs> More alive than Frances. <laughs> yes. No, not Francis. Uh, I deleted his name already. But it was
0: Francis, a total Francis
1: lives. existed and I had no details about him. Uh, oh, Thomas was a baby. It was also uh, Thomas. Oh C J. Yeah yeah sure <laughs> I like it Thomas Jr. Thomas Jr I got it yeah mm-hmm. um so okay so Violet <laughs> got married in the house and then uh ended up getting a divorce and she couldn't like deal with how upsetting that was and so she shot herself in the chest oh, my in the God. house yeah so Violet commits suicide and Anna and Thomas take this very hard <laughs> bless you thank you Anna and Thomas take this very hard because um, that's their daughter and yeah. she I mean shooting herself in the chest is pretty extreme that's pretty brutal You know, so, um, so yeah, that's at least their second child who's died in the house.
0: Move Um,
1: out. Move out.
0: So, um,
1: yeah, so that's kind of the, that's really it for the history. I guess at some point they die or move out. I don't know, but the haunting stuff is more current. So now here we are in the future, present, whatever. (laughs) Um, uh, the restoration process happens, right? So they're like, this has been a house for a while. It's a landmark. We don't want to tear it down. Let's make it into a museum.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, they start to restore the place and as they're working, a lot of the workers um, could hear, like, tiny baby footsteps and giggling and crying and they think that it's... Um, TJ. Tom- TJ. They think it's TJ. Um, they also report seeing um, different things with Thomas and Anna um, where they feel like they- or even see their presence on the stairways and they uh, smell. Anna, I guess, wore, like, French perfumes, okay. so they could smell Anna's perfume um, during the restoration process. 1960, the house is now reopened as a museum, um, and after that happens, they, these like, hauntings start to pick up some traction. Right. TV programs and book writings are starting to come out about the hauntings, and so here are some hauntings. There we go. Okay. Thomas Whaley, um, the father... Um, is seen at the place a lot. Uh, so, one instance was a young girl was visiting the museum, and she was, like, waving at nothing, of course, because children are fucking creepy. Yes. Yep. And she was, like, looking through, like, a doorway into where the parlor was, and, like, waving into the parlor from, you know? Yeah. And they are like, oh, what are you, you know, waving at? And she was, like, oh, the man. And it's like, that's... Remove her. Right. Remove her from the <laughs> earth. <laughs> but... Get out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so a uh, creepy child sighting of Thomas Wick. Um And also adults report it too. So it's not just like a kid who might be faking it. You right. know, adults say that they report um, seeing his apparition. Um, and it's usually on the upper landing, which kind of goes with the fact that he was seen on the stairs a lot and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, one said, quote, he was clad in frock coats and pantaloons <laughs> and f- the face turned away from, um, end quote. The face was turned away from her so she could not make it out and suddenly it faded away. Great, that's Thomas. <laughs> okay, sightings of Anna. Um, Regis Philbin. <laughs> what? Regis Philbin visited the museum in 1964, so four years after its opening. Wow. And he says, "Quotes." All of a sudden I noticed something on the wall. There was something filmy white. It looked like an apparition of some kind and I got so excited I couldn't restrain myself. I flipped on the flashlight, and nothing was there but a portrait of Anna Whaley, the long-dead mistress of the house. Ooh. Yeah. Regis. Yeah. That's cool. So you're kind of under the impression that it's probably Anna, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, The portrait, know. yeah. Um, some random experiences. Um,
0: People who are not Regis.
1: Yeah. No, not uh, Whaley's, but also not Regis. Okay. <laughs>
0: um
1: <laughs> They're not mutually exclusive. They're both happening at the same time. Um, so uh, we got, um, there's a woman that is seen often in the courtroom um, who is like a small woman with dark hair and dark eyes and a dark complexion. That's where I asked what swarthy meant. Oh, I had to yes, Google yes, it. yes. While I was doing research, they were described as having a swarthy complexion. I was like, what the heck is that? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I said sneaky, I don't think it's
1: sneaky. <laughs> no, because oh, I didn't say the word complexion to you when I asked. I just said what's swarthy, and you were like maybe it's sneaky, and it's not. not. So, okay. but yeah, so um, darker complexion. She wears a very long pink skirt that goes all the way to the ground, and a hat, and gold hoop earrings, and um, she doesn't match any of the descriptions of anyone from the Whaley family. So they think that she might have been a tenant who may have lived there for a couple of years when they were renting out space. Um, and then also some random visitor, uh, left the museum. They couldn't take it because oh. there were so many phantom footsteps, which they assume was Yankee Jim. Yeah. Um, and the windows would unlatch themselves and fly open. Ah! Yeah. They're the only person that said that. So I don't know what they did to piss right, those right. off. But Yankee Jim was not right. happy. Yeah, Yankee Jim was riled up. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also, uh, this might be a legend, they say. They think that... So okay, backing up. There's a young girl who's seen sometimes at the house too. Um, mm-hmm. That they think, uh, for some reason, they've come to this decision. Her name is either Annabelle or Carrie Washburn, right? Okay. And they think it would be a le- legend because there's no record of her existing or record of a child dying, as I will describe in the house, right. or um, any like her existence is not recorded. However, people see her, so whether it's a legend or real know yeah um so she was just a young friend of the Whaley children and she died on the property because she broke her neck on a low-hanging clothesline i'm gonna say something terrible yeah her last name was washburn and she died from a clothesline (laughs) i'm just saying that sucks that does suck yeah it's it's very ironic yeah um so visitors usually see her in the dining room if they see her and one time this uh psychic woman named sybil leek um, she encountered her during a visit, um, and she said that she described the girl as a long-haired girl who was very quick in a longish dress, and she went to the table in this room, and I went to the chair. Huh. So, uh, I guess the psychic didn't really want to talk to her. Right. wanted to be real alone, that's fine, but I thought it was interesting that she was in a long dress, but, because I was like, maybe it's the other woman. The other Yes, 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 yes. But she's in a skirt, so, I don't know.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Um... There's figures seen in upstairs windows after closing, and there's curtains that move even with the windows shut, and there's um, sounds of children running up and down the stairs, and cold spots happen, and shadows appear and disappear, ba Ba-ba-ba. ba typical stuff. But what I'm going to end on is that the Whaleys had a pet dog named Dolly Varden, and uh, people, especially this one parapsychologist is who I guess they specifically quoted, but people say... That they see a spotted dog that looks like a fox terrier, and the parapsychologist said that they witnessed it run down the hall into the dining room.
0: <gasps> Aww. Yeah.
1: So their pet dog.
0: Is there with yeah, that? Yeah, it's chilling. Aww, mm-hmm. what's the Dolly Varden? Dolly
1: Varden. Interesting. I don't know.
0: All right. In Cute.
1: 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. Aww, that was so
0: good. I'm gonna try to it's... get my mom to bring you there. Yeah, that's do super it. cool. See if you see the dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, look, here, Dolly. <laughs> yeah. Here, Dolly Varden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. So I'm going to, my story is of the historic Hannah House Mm -hmm. in Indianapolis, Indianapolis, Indiana. So my sources are uh, Thrillist.com, TheHannahMansion.org, (laughs) Fox59.com, Fox News liked this, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> um, historicindianapolis.com and our favorite source to ever use, prairieghosts.com yes. <laughs> I love that one. All right. So, um, the Hannah House is a 24 room mansion um, in Wayne County. Nope. Uh, <laughs> already fucking it up. I'm not even done. <laughs> um, this is fine. This is fine. Yeah. It's in Indianapolis. So... i sorry.
1: <laughs> it's okay. I was trying to kill some time. I know. It's okay. I it's in
0: Indianapolis. It it's fine. So um, I'm going to quote uh, Thrillist.com. So this 24-room mansion hosts a range of ho-hum events. Nah. Easter egg hunts, Civil War reenactments, weddings, corporate gatherings. It's also reputed to be as haunted as a mother. Wow. So, here we go. So, um, Alexander M. Hanna was born in Wayne County, Indiana in 1821, and he just did, like, a shit ton of things. Like, the more that I read about him, they're like, he was a master of agriculture. He was trained as a harness maker. Like, he (laughs) worked at, like, the county court. Like, so, whatever. But he wound up eventually becoming an Indiana state legislator. Okay. So, that's Alexander Hanna. Um... He was born in Indiana, and he moved out to California to, like, take part in, um, the like, to join in to get some gold from the the gold rush. Nice. Um, and then he earned a lot of money there, so he bought part yeah, of I a ranch.
1: It's like, right now, that Bitcoin situation yeah. is, like, the equivalent, I think. Yeah! It's, yeah, like, the cool. modern yeah. day
0: equivalent of the of gold, the gold rush. rush. That's interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: I agree. Never thought about yeah. that. That's true. Um, so he... Bought part of a ranch and just made, like, a lot of money and decided to move back to Indiana. Um, and he started working for the Indiana Central Railroad. Okay. Um, and he built the house in 1858. Uh, and originally it was just, like, for him and his staff. But then he got married. Um, oh, I'm sorry, before before he got married. Um... He would, like, the house was so big and, like, people would pass it for so many reasons that he set up, like, a toll. Oh, my God. On just, like, this gravel road. And he would, like, charge people. Holy cow. <laughs> um, And then, like, so people started calling the road Hannah Avenue. Nice. Which is funny. Um, in 1872, he got married to a woman named Elizabeth. And, um, they put on a new addition to the house, which is primarily for their servants. Okay. Um... And it specifies servants and not slaves, so I will elaborate on that later. Okay. Um, But I'm under the impression that they're being paid Mm -hmm. just because of the story. Yeah. So, but the new edition also had all these things. Um, I'm going to save my favorite of the things for last. But so it had a (laughs) smokehouse, a wash house, a summer kitchen. Oh. The servants' quarters, and a milk cooling room. (laughs)
1: A, a refrigerator
0: <laughs> a milk cooling room uh, i don't know so the kids always, the um the the couple always hoped to have kids but unfortunately um elizabeth had a miscarriage
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and there's like a small unmarked gravestone that's like still there like the cemetery plot that they assume was uh, of the baby okay. so um yeah So, and one of the hauntings on the property that is reported is, unfortunately, this uh, stillborn child. What? It just, like, appears. Which is really horrifying. Yeah.
1: Wow. Because it's never been alive in the real world. Right. So, to haunt the real world is an interesting... But it just appears as a stillborn. Which is really weird. Mm -hmm. That's creepy. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Wow.
0: So, um... But all like all in all the couple was like very, very happy together and they would like host a bunch of events at their home. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the Indiana State Legislature, um Alexander Hanna was really um big on like standing up against slavery. Mm-hmm. Um so he was an abolitionist, um and because of that his home uh was used for some pretty cool things.
1: Oh nice. <laughs> um was a part of the railroad. It
0: was! <gasps> Yay! Which is ironic because he worked for the railroad company. Like oh my the gosh, actual right? but you know. Yeah. Um so it was used as a station for the Underground Railroad and mm-hmm. there are still like collapsed tunnels underneath the home. Wow. Um but because he was on the Indiana State Legislature, like it was um like, you know, he obviously. I mean, you already have to keep that a secret to protect the people right. that you are trying to help. Right. Um, but especially because he was involved in government, like it was very important right. to him that, like, no, one this ever was out. yeah, like hush hush. Yeah. So everything was, you know, obviously under the house in these cellars that had like dirt floors. Okay. Um. And then one night, um, they were working to get a group of people, uh, through the you know through the tunnels and um someone knocked over a lantern oh wow and so a fire started and he was super concerned that if they reported the fire if the fire department had to come that um they would find out yeah so unfortunately um the and I guess an attempt to like you know, stop the fire. The fire's happening in the tunnels under happening. It's his hap- house. yeah. Oh my god. So, um they tried to keep it down just there, mm-hmm. and unfortunately all of those slaves who were trying to escape wound up dying, wow, because of the fire. Yeah. Because they had to like he was like no one can find out about this fire because if they go down into the basement, they're going to find the tunnels. Right. So,
1: yikes. Well, you're yep. to get the people out. That's I know. crazy. I know.
0: So that's, yeah, it just says uh, they were trapped in the flames. Um, yeah, and while the fire was being put out, the source of the blaze had to be kept hidden. Um, so, yeah. Wow. So, but because of that, because it was still kept a secret, um, when they eventually passed away, um, Elizabeth and Alexander, and others started buying the house and staying there, they were like, "Wow, this place is haunted," and no yeah. one could figure out the source oh because, like, you know, knew about the tunnels. because no one knew about the tunnels. And they're like, "Why is all of this shit happening?" Right. Um, so eventually, though, the tunnels were discovered, um, like partially right. collapsed, and they were like, "Oh!" And then somehow, like you know, the uh, the real story with the fire came with the fire came out. Um, it doesn't say how it came out, mm-hmm. but it did. So, um, now we get into the, oh, oh yeah, also I'm sorry, the The slaves were uh, hastily buried by Elizabeth down in the cellar. Oh, so their bodies are under. Yeah, they're there. Great. Yeah. Which might be, I think, why, how they figured it out. But, so, um, let's get into the hauntings. Okay. So, first of all, obviously, we had the baby, the stillborn baby, right? Oh, yeah. Um, There are ghosts of slaves that just, mm-hmm. you know appear everywhere. Um, there's also the ghost of uh, Hannah, uh, uh-huh. Alexander Hannah. Um, and there's also... Sorry.
1: I'm going to you.
0: Do you have your charger? I do. Oh, I see. Okay. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Not a real yeah. pause, because why would we do that? Right. That's no, okay. But... Uh...
1: I just looked up and I was like, oh, that's at six percent." I didn't even realize it was too to me.
0: Any
1: story. time, <laughs> too into talking about. I was like, "Maybe I'll just let it rock." And then I
0: was like, if "Alexander this turns off, <laughs> Hannah." <laughs> it's like Alexander Hamilton, but yeah. Alexander Hannah. Nice. All Thank right. <sighs> okay. Well, We're back in business. Um, okay, so we've got the sounds of moaning and whining. Um, doors that just open by themselves, cold drafts that happen oh um, without windows being open. To the, like, things that are cliche. <laughs> and um, the house was also given the nickname The House That Reeks of Death.
1: Great. That's not <laughs> nickname you want.
0: No. Um, because. Is it reeks of death? Yeah, um, one room in particular would reek of death, and <laughs> it. it literally smelled like death. It smelled like gangrene and decay. Wow, that's fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> so it was given the nickname the uh, the house that reeks of death. My um, friends
1: over here, are like, please don't go in that room. Right? You've <laughs> done it so many times. I've tried. Yeah, it just—it smells like gangrene <laughs> and decay. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, but so the mansion itself though the current owners are like kind of like cool like you know we have this reputation so in october um every friday night there are tours of the haunted oh, cool mansion um you can also book it for weddings and grad parties
1: uh maybe i wouldn't do that right <laughs>
0: that's okay and that's
1: it nice it's the hannah house <laughs> very cool thank you <laughs> nice i i uh it's, it's cool that it, like, ties in with this, like, crazy secret of this underground. Yeah, and it's, like,
0: like, it's so crazy because the fact that, like, these people died because, like, they couldn't call for help. Yeah. You know? Which is unfortunate. Yeah. But I wonder, like, how many more people he saved after that. Right. You know? But, right. like, so being exposed, whatever. You know, caused other deaths, but it's just, like, so horrible and terrible that...
1: Yeah.
0: You know, those people who have already experienced so much are, like, now,
1: uh, you know, buried under
0: this house. house. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. I'm not surprised that it's haunted. No. No. No.
0: And I wonder, like, why an upstairs room smells like death and decay.
1: Yeah. That doesn't, you know... They haven't addressed anything to imply that. No. Hmm.
0: So... Interesting. Who knows? <laughs> all right. Goodbye.
1: Yep. Follow us on, <laughs> on everything. Things.
0: Follow us everywhere.
1: Haunt us. Haunt
0: <laughs> us. Um, Twitter and Instagram are both now Gin and Spirits PC. Yep. Email us at podcast at gmail.com. And please, please, please uh, listen, rate, yeah, and subscribe, and review.
1: Yeah. All um, the things.
0: Only if you like us. Only if you like us. Don't be like that person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Merry right. Christmas. Merry
1: Christmas. Goodbye. Bye.